0: The Instructor Podcast with Terry Cook, talking with leaders, innovators, experts and game changers about what drives them.
1: Just talk to me about that. Let's dive straight into that, the the transition from becoming an instructor to becoming a coach and maybe what you think the difference is.
0: Well, um, probably the first thing to say about it, it was a little bit forced. It's at the beginning, it was like, you have to do this now. After going through the old-style check test, as they were called, and getting top grades on there, when they decided, uh, that they being the DBSA, um, decided that everything was going to happen differently, I sort of didn't take any notice of it for probably about, well, ever. <laughs> um, and then I had my first standards check, and I did a lesson, and it was really good, and my learner was really happy, And the examiner came back out and said, you failed. And I was just in shock. Um, So it was like the whole transition kind of passed me by. I was doing my own thing uh, well that I thought it was well. um, And it was rubbish and it wasn't what they wanted anymore. So my first steps into coaching and being client-centered were because of sheer panic and fear of failing two more times and uh, losing my job that I love. So that was the initial um, thing into it. Um, but the more I got into it, the more I you know, trained for it and the more research I did on coaching and client-centered learning, just the more massively beneficial it was to learners. Um, and so many different problems that I used to have just never happened now. Um, it's just a wonderful thing that everyone should embrace, not just a few.
1: When you say the, the, the problems that used to happen but don't happen now, what can you give me an example of some? Because, yes. again, I'm someone that's embracing coaching, but someone that's maybe a bit more hesitant.
0: Um, my way was great. My, my, my structural ability was wonderful, uh, in the opinion of me. Um, and I did it my way, And because it worked you know i had a really good pass rate i had i think at one point i think 2014 i had like 28 passes in a row like over a year undefeated for a year the invincible year of 2014 and um yeah everything was going really good um but you know occasionally i'd get learners that it just didn't work with and i'd always put that down to them it was always them um they didn't like the way I did things. So see you later. <laughs> Go yeah. and find someone else then. Um, and that used to happen, not all the time. You know, it was a minority of situations where that happened. But it did happen. And I feel now as a coach where it's very much, you know, I'm going to be flexible about what how you learn and how you like to do lessons. Um, I've never had that problem since... I've never had someone that I can't work with.
1: Am I right in thinking that, pre, I'm sure you told me this once, that you used to have um, like a a past first time guarantee?
0: Yes, past first time were free lessons forever was the slogan. Um, and it was ridiculously successful. I had people coming from London up to Little Blackburn to, uh, to do lessons. Um, but like I said, because I think it was around the same time, so it was that... That after that amazing year of 2014, my pass rate was, you know, late 80s, early 90s percent. So I thought, well, if it's going to attract so many learners because it's such a unique offer, and I'm only going to have one person in 10 fail, then it's it's worth it. It's worth the the free lessons for the one out of the ten people that that fail. Um, so yeah, that's why I did it. And it was ridiculously successful.
1: (laughs) So what's your pass rate now? And not after a specific number, but as in is it similar to what it was before? Has it changed?
0: No, no, no. no. Um it's probably about 65%, I think. Um it's probably a bit less now last year. Um I think it's I think it's gone down since I stopped being very test focused. Um and I think that you know I used to have a lot of people that were really good at passing the test first time because I needed them to financially. Um, But I weren't really concerned about what happened after that, where I think, because I'm a bit older now, kind of grown up and I don't see the examiner as the devil. Like I used to, it was very much a us versus Dan kind of, you know, on the test state was like, you know, we're going to stick it to him and we're going to show him we can do it. And it was just, it was just rubbish and it was very childish as well and I, I i do worry about the people that you know only pass because i used to take them to all the places in blackburn where everyone failed and i had like a what i called a hot spot list and about two weeks before the test we would drive around the hotspot list and they would do the things that everyone does in them places that fails but then not do it on the real test um so yeah i think that really drove it up um it was very successful, but it was very test centered, and that's completely not what I'm about now. Um, since I got into coaching,
1: so with those hot spots that you mentioned, did you find that you still go to those places now, but you don't take the same approach about them? So it's not we're going here, and because you might create a test, or do you find now you're going there more like this is an area that's difficult to navigate, so we're going to go and learn this?
0: Yeah, I think, it's, it's, I think it was, I think the end of that really came from when I stopped planning the lesson and planning the routes. You know, so now it's very much about, you know, what do you want to work on? And then, you know, if they've planned that the lesson before, then I'll create like a provisional plan based on what they want to do and say, well, you said you wanted to work on this thing today. How about if we do this route? You know, so it's very, the, the, the roots are very specific, not roots, but kind of, you know, the the, the practice area for the specific subject. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's probably less about that than, than it used to be. But I, I just used to think that, I, well, I just was very test-focused. That That's all I cared about. <laughs> and now I care about the person, and that's how it should be.
1: So what would you say to the instructors listening to this that are um... – hear you say that your pass rate has gone down potentially but you're almost celebrating that not that specific thing but you you, <laughs> you know there'll be people that use that as a stick to beat coaching with so with yes. those people how would you respond to that
0: um i'd say the, the the kind of change between being instructor and being a coach hasn't affected the pass It's other things as well to be fair like uh, well, I lived in Liverpool for four years, um, and the majority of my customers were foreign nationals, Chinese, uh, Albanian. Um, there was one an Iranian guy that I taught to drive, and he didn't understand a word of English, and I used to have to put the lesson notes through the Google Albanian translator before I emailed him the notes at the end of the lesson. Um, and everything was very visual, pointing and showing him diagrams and... Um, yeah we got through it but I think when English isn't your first language learning to drive is harder so I think our pass rate took a bit of a dive uh, because of that um, but I would say the end product, the person that's going for the test is better now than they were but on the day they might not look as good because they've not done maybe all the hot spots in the area or you know stuff like that but i think the end the end product is a much more safety conscious person rather than someone that knows because again because it was very forced because it was you must do this if you want to pass first time you have to do this and you have to do that and you've got to go in second gear there and you've got to stop there and it gone through the test but what happened after that is my fear you know and now i know because of how I coach people now that when they go on the road, they're going to be fine. And that makes me feel better inside. <laughs> the Instructor Podcast with Terry Cook, talking with leaders, innovators, experts, and in game changers about what drives them.